From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, November 11th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. In the hours before Governor Mike DeWine's primetime address about combating the spread of COVID-19, health officials announced another record-setting day for new cases in the state. The Ohio Department of Health reported this afternoon nearly 5,900 new COVID-19 cases had been reported in the preceding 24 hours. That's the second-highest one-day total of the pandemic. The record high set yesterday is 6,500 cases. DeWine said last week he was considering new but targeted health orders to help rein in the skyrocketing new cases and hospitalizations. DeWine has signaled the next several months will be a critical stage for the state's battle against the virus. As just stated, Ohio reported more than 6,500 confirmed and probable cases of the coronavirus yesterday. That was nearly 1,000 cases higher than the previous record for Ohio that was set on Saturday. But it's a number that former Ohio Department of Health Director Dr. Amy Acton saw coming in March. Not if, but when. We will surge. At our peak surge, we may be as high as 6,000 to 8,000 new cases a day. As the state prepares for the possibility of new health guidelines from the governor this evening, hospitals around the state continue to express concern about the rising number of coronavirus hospitalizations. Yolanda Harris reports. The CEO of Holzer Health in southeastern Ohio says he's starting to see the numbers creep up in his area, which is a concern. If we don't have the ability to unload some of those really sick patients, we stress the system, but the stress we get is going to be a staffing stress. We've only got so many staff. We're rural. It's hard to recruit to this area. Jerry Marasco, the CEO of Avita Health, which operates hospitals in the Mansfield area, says so far he's been able to manage everything without many issues, but they are working on plans just in case. We'll like move things around. We have a rehab unit that will 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 move the rehab patients to a different area and we'll put them uh, overflow patients in the rehab area in their negative pressure rooms. I'm Yolanda Harris. The new spike in cases has some local government officials saying they feel unprepared for the surge. Tracy Townsend has more with Fairfield County Commissioner Stephen Davis. Fairfield County's commissioner says the positivity rate there is skyrocketing. I personally haven't taken this virus as seriously as I, as I now wish I had and I wish our community had. And we're, we're going to have to do better uh, or we're going to have to order more body bags. If this trend continues, healthcare systems, well, they may be overwhelmed. But as they look at the trajectory of recent testing, uh, they are they are hitting that breaking point and they will they will go beyond their ability to care for COVID-19 patients at our local hospital. I'm Tracy Townsend. The Saturday game between the third-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes and the University of Maryland has been canceled due to coronavirus cases on the Terrapins team. The Big Ten Conference announced this afternoon that due to an elevated number of COVID-19 cases within the Terrapins program, the game in College Park will be canceled and will not be rescheduled. Maryland announced that eight players have tested positive for COVID-19 in the past seven days, prompting the matchup to be called off. It's the first Buckeyes game to be impacted this season, which began in October and has seen them play in just three games. The FBI arrested a Cincinnati City Councilman yesterday in what's being called a bribery scheme. Federal prosecutors say Jeff Pastor began soliciting money from developers within months of taking office. Undercover FBI agents reportedly posed as developers to collect evidence against Pastor. They said they were working on a plan for the former convention place mall. Prosecutors say Columbus lobbyist Neil Clark, who is also indicted in the House Bill 6 bailout bribery scheme, is also connected to this case, but Pastor is currently the only one charged. 
Ohio's senators are taking different tacks when speaking about the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Andrew Kinsey and Yolanda Harris have more from the two. Republican Senator Rob Portman essentially said President Trump has the right to insist all legally cast ballots are counted. But he also says the Trump campaign has an obligation to show evidence of allegations of election fraud. It's clear the country's fed up with President Trump's leadership during this pandemic. And that was Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown speaking last week. The Democrat who considered running for president himself congratulated Joe Biden on being named president-elect. He also urged Republicans to stand up to President Trump. I'm Andrew Kinsey. And I'm Yolanda Harris. Officials plan to check for structural damage following a fiery crash and hazardous material spill on a bridge that links Ohio with Kentucky. Officials say a truck hauling potassium hydroxide and another truck crashed on the northbound deck of the Brent Spence Bridge early this morning. A fire then broke out. Firefighters extinguished the flames, but officials are concerned about possible damage to the span. Cincinnati police have advised motorists they'll face detours northbound on Interstate 71 and 75 in Kentucky. No injuries have been reported. Ohio's more than 23,000 bars and restaurants are continuing to struggle during the pandemic. ONN's Dave James reports. John Barker heads the Ohio Restaurant Association. We're down probably about a third of all the people that work in our industry are furloughed uh, or laid off. And that's something that obviously we're we're trying to hold steady and, uh, and get through the winter. Barker says pizza places and fast food joints are faring best in the pandemic, while sit down restaurants are really hurting. And business for bars that depend on late night customers is down as much as. 70 percent. Barker says the state has helped significantly, but more federal help is needed. Dave James, I went in news. A man who lost several relatives in a mass killing in South Central Ohio more than four years ago has filed a wrongful death lawsuit against suspects in the case. More from Tracy Townsend. Tony Roden Sr. is the brother of Gary and Christopher Roden. Both were killed along with Christopher Roden's three children and his ex-wife and two others back in 2016. Six members of another family who knew the Rodens were charged and four are awaiting trial. Attorneys for Tony Roden filed a lawsuit yesterday in Pike County seeking unspecified damages. He says he wants to ensure none of them benefit financially from the crime. Tracy Townsend, ONN News. And the pandemic has changed the way students learn out of the classroom and online. Roxanne Elias has more. It means parents have become teachers or at least try. Jenny Cook is doing her best to work with her great nephew who has special needs. I've definitely never been a teacher and to do it now, some of the things I don't even understand and it's basically pre-K work. A Stanford University study found remote learning could put students three to 14 months behind in school. Roxanne Elias, WTOL 11. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.